0: We're back. What a week. What a week is all I can say. So we started with uh, just thinking that it was a conversation between you and me. Yep. Before we knew it, 54 people had listened to the podcast.
1: Yeah, so we um, started with four, then I shared it on um, social media, and then my daughter and wife and our friends shared it. and. We're up to
0: 54. Social think, media. Yes. You slut, you <laughs> absolute <awe. laughs> Uh And so, here we are. We are coming to you live and ad-free. Other than the ad, we're going to do the whole time through from the mighty Imperial Hotel Barrel.
1: Yes. Uh, as you're coming in from Sydney, it's uh, the first pub you come to on the left. It's great, great pub. Accommodation out the back. Lovely pizzas and a, a very good bistro and a very well-stocked bar. And... Uh, Mine host, Trent, uh, always look after you. Um,
0: Trent and Christy. Yeah, absolute Christy. sensation. And uh, my favourite dish is the, uh, what do you call it, calzone pizza out the back. Uh, but how was your... Um, jam a bit of meat into that, though. How was your vegetarian, Guinness, vegan, you know, not how for was your mate. Guinness pot pie you just had? It was sensational. And your, what did you have? Yeah, bangers and They're mash. Yeah,
1: boring or? as batshit me, mate. I always have the bangers and mash. Occasionally I'll go the three. From, um, and then I think the, our friend Andrew had the uh, schnitty.
0: Okay, beautiful. I'm going to throw something at you really quick. I'm what going do you to throw back? 10 or 11 quick ones at you to just answer. I just want your first answer, please. Oh. Butter or margarine? Butter. Ford or Holden? Don't care. you got to an answer. Toyota. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> uh, beta or VHS? VHS. Chicken, salt or normal? It's normal. Steam or fried, Dimmies? Steam. One item worn to the footy each week? Beanie. Any, not the jersey. Oh, when like you live when you live down here, tomato or barbie sauce? But, well, well, depends. Hang on, just stop. Oh, just, uh, oh, oh, no, there can no, be no. Just mate, a quick. I just need that. It's like that barbecue. thing you see on the, you know, the weird sort of. Well, mate, if it's on a criminal movies where they show you a, a oh a butterfly ink blot, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> okay, battered or crumbfish? fish? Oh, battered, battered, sav. Chicken or veal? Veal, oh yeah, veal. Uh, uh, veal. Okay, palmy or straight? Palmy. Beautiful. That's all I needed. Really? Can I throw one at you? Yeah, please.
1: Tomato sauce in the fridge or in the cupboard?
0: Uh, I'm a fridge. I, think once I don't you know open, why I think
1: once you You buy it off the shelf At Coles or Woolies Or wherever you do your shopping But I think once it's opened It
0: goes in the fridge I think the butter or margarine no, That's the big one oh, I'll more. tell you what you do mate Do you ta- say butter or margarine? Butter oh, Mate okay. I'll tell
1: you what you do right?
0: Animal fat
1: What you do is You get, get a thing of butter And a thing of margarine mm-hmm. And stick it in the shed mm-hmm. For a month And come <laughs> back and have a look at it Tell me what one you do
0: well, I do have a mate that has a cheeseburger that he's had for about eight years under his <laughs> desk. It still looks the same as the moment it came out, which oh. we will get to later. Uh, so we've got a few topics today, Tone. Yep. Uh, I'd like to start with uh, just one, to roll one off the yep. bat here. Cigarettes. What was it? What were your favourites? Uh, oh. we've, we've spoken last week, obviously, about the the mighty B&H Ecky Mild.
1: Well, what, one of our podcasts that we trialled was, was in the car from Orange. We, we, I spoke about when my father was a sales manager of... Um, Truth and company. He chewed them, didn't he?
0: With the Durries? Oh,
1: I loved the B H. But anyway, he had six boxes in the at NRL. Um, there was one at Cronulla, one at Cumberland, one at Belmont, one at the cricket ground. And in those days, um, Winfield were the sponsors. So you'd go to, say, the box at the Sydney cricket ground and you would get prawns and oysters and shashleksh. <laughs>
0: And um, as I've said, nobody knows what a is. Well, it's a like a shish kebab, you
1: know. You put the meat on the skewer, and then um, and you'd have.
0: Yeah, a, put the meat on the skewer. Yeah. Tommy's even <laughs> having a little chuckle about that
1: one. Oh, welcome to the golden child, Tommy. How are you, mate?
0: Welcome back. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here as always. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't even make God, you sick. Mate. Good fit, good looking. Right? And, mate, it makes you the shit. Just how we're still looking. Yeah. Anyway, so you you go to the box enough.
1: and there'll be just cigarettes to burn. And then we go to Belmore, and we wouldn't get the oysters and the prawns. We'd just get big buckets of KFC. But rest assured, more be twenty packets of Winfield, so kebabs. Now, at the end Belmore. of the day, mate, I um, just make the, used to make the old B and H uh, Winnies. Or my favourite was the Marlborough
0: Reds. Marlborough Reds, yeah,
1: Marlborough that, Reds.
0: That always put a, a choker hold on you. Yeah, night. yeah. Um, so uh, of course I was B and H, but you know some of the great cigarettes there. My personal favourite, a very, very good mate of mine on the floor, um, Adam Lloyd-Jones, he used to smoke a thing called Stivo's, the oh. Peter Stuyvesant, which had on the packet itself the international passport to smoking pleasure. Is
1: that when you're on a good thing? Oh, uh, no, that was more time. Stick to it. Sorry.
0: Stick yeah, to no, it. No. Well, it's a bit like at the moment. Um, they said you'd never Stuart make it Stuart Wagstaff, wasn't it? We'll see the, I just can't remember.
1: But I uh, I did mine a Stivo. Tahiti. <laughs> James. I didn't mind a Stivo, but um, I used to have the soft packs in the day Yeah, and you go out on the night on the tiles and you wake up in the morning and they'd be just like a ball in, oh, your, in your pocket. Yeah. They'd, they'd, One left. Yeah, just nothing Came left. Came out of, <laughs> the
0: like your old fella <laughs> yeah. at the end of that. I, I can uh, I always uh, amused myself in my mind that uh, Lloydie would be at the airport. He'd forgotten his passport, but he'd just pull out his packet of B&H, uh, his uh, Stivos, as the international passport to smoking pleasure, he'd be able to go to international countries with them.
1: Tommy, you'd never, knowing looking at you, you would never have cigarette passed your lips, would it? Ever never, happened. never touch one. No. no, no, I didn't think At so. At fifty bucks, it you'd make it. me he couldn't
0: sick. Couldn't afford it. He couldn't afford it. Yeah, um, but I always thought as well, Tone, those ones beaches or you know whatever they were, long, long beach, long, long, bridge. long something or other. Yeah, yeah. John Player specials, and yeah. they all seem to get to fifty yeah. of the size of the bastards. house yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, and you know pockets, shirt pockets. I don't think they're made to fit,
1: mate. The R M William Stockmans' uh, pockets, they'll fit a packet. <laughs>
0: So you don't need to roll them up in your sleeve. No,
1: well at Bankstown we do that, you know.
0: That was Good durry, though. Yeah. You know, I used to love them in the morning with a coffee, I used to yeah. chew them. And what about the cigarette scab, though? That always annoyed me. I, when I was down the yeah. floor um, and I'd walk outside and I always had plenty. Cause in fact, my brother was one of the great smokers, my older brother. And he'd never leave home without a carton. Because he was always worried that they might run out of the bastards.
1: I think in those days it was acceptable, but I think if you're going to bludge one these days, you'd really have to say.
0: Well, the old "Can I pay a dollar for a cigarette?" dollars. Yeah, no, no, it's two dollars. No, tired ass. Two dollars
1: yeah. for a cigarette now. Honestly, if you're if you're a person that just likes a beer, a cigarette with a beer. And somebody, mate, can I, can I buy a cigarette off of you for two dollars? I reckon that's more than fair.
0: What about those arseholes, though, Tony? They used to go to Bali and they'd come back with those oh. smelly, stinky, what were <laughs> hey, those things
1: clove. called? Clove. They were like a clove. <laughs> hey, man. And they'd come back with their sarongs on and, and their sand. and was hey, man, you know, hanging loose, brother. And, mate, for me, I was one of them. We would come back that, from Bali but and but I they'd be thought saying. I was going to reinvent the world. And
0: yeah, but they'd be saying, these things don't hurt you. Oh, Anything yeah. you're jamming down your lungs. And, look, I, I as a... I'm not a reform smoker because I still love the smell of it. Seventeen years on for me, um, thrilled. It's like to be a made of him.
1: He doesn't like cocaine. But he just likes the smell of it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, mate of mine. We can't say his name, but he's a good bloke.
0: Makes a good sandwich. Mm. Uh, anyway, let's let's move on. So uh, we had a few news stories last week, Tony. I thought yeah. I might bring up a couple more yeah, today. Give me, give me something, mate. Uh, mm. In breaking news, uh, the bloke with the tantric uh, penis trick.
1: Oh, the yeah. Uh, the done. doctor.
0: The judge went. Oh, igonski Done. Gun you're to the, done, sunshine. Into the slot. Yeah, don't lie to me about the fact that you're having a red hot squid of yeah, yourself. And deserves uh, everything he gets. Yeah, last. so he got that. So anyway, I've I've come up with some other beauties uh today mm. for us to what talk about. What do you got, about. mate? Give us a Well, one out of Australia, another one out of Australia. Yeah, mate, I've uh, done a bit of highlighting. You had this is homework tone for me. And and I do enjoy it. There's not enough light in this room here at the Imperial Hotel. This is clearly a moody room for uh a little party. Well, this anyway, is, this what about this, this classic it. tone this week with this bloke who was fighting off a snake mm. as he's dry, belting along a highway in Queensland oh. and he's been clocked doing 123 kilometres an hour to be pulled over by the coppers where he's, he's explained to them that uh, he was uh, fighting off a brown snake. A
1: brown snake. An eastern Brown. Who will kill you? Oh, they'll kill you just looking at you.
0: There were some amazing lines from stunned officers who stopped the vehicle at the roadside in northern state of Queensland were confronted with a sight of a panicked, knife-wielding driver, reports the Daily Star. In a video showing the drama, Jimmy leans out of the window of his car to explain his predicament. He tells the officer he was bitten by a brown snake or tiger snake which crawled into his car. It was in the ute with me, he said. I think it's been me. I'm terrified the snakes. more I move my legs, it is pretty big. Not sure what's big, but it just started to wrap around. I've got me. a story
1: for you. Hang on, this.
0: hang on. It its head just started striking at the chair between me. Legs, me legs, he said. Which is great. Um uh, the officers were shocked, as you can imagine. What what do you think about that one, Ted?
1: Mate, I'm terrified. It's spiders and snakes. and the brown well, that's their next level. They um did, did it end up him or? Did, did no, well, it, as it turned if, out, they if it bit didn't, him, mate, the, it wouldn't the, have been a brown. The
0: surprise copper said, "You found a snake in your car." He then moved to the back of the vehicle, where a bleeding brown-coloured snake is lying across the tray on top of some sacks. <laughs> <laughs> sacks Fifth Avenue. Oh, that one! The cop says, gesturing at the reptile, lighting, <laughs> bleeding in the tray. Officer immediately calls for ambulance, worrying it could be a deadly species.
1: Uh, a, a mate of mine had a gecko. <clears throat> and um it was a pet gecko and he, he took it everywhere and he, he was going to the pictures one day to see the, the pictures the, yeah the pictures. Like the pictures yeah just to see the midday show and um he's got his gecko on his shoulder and uh, the lady uh says oh he said oh, excuse me can i have a t- one ticket for the midday matinee and uh they said yeah you can but you can't bring any animals in here he, she, he said it's just a gecko really not gonna hurt anybody she said read the sign no animals allowed. So he t- he, w- he had th- he was quite upset about. it. So he walked down the hallway, down the laneway, put this gecko down his pants because he had nowhere to put it. <coughs> so he goes back to, and he said, "She said you get rid of the gecko." He said, "Yep, put it in my car." <coughs> so he's in there watching the movie, and there's next to him there's a lady, and next to her is her boyfriend. So the uh, after the halfway through the movie. The girlfriend says to the uh, to the boyfriend, "Hey, the bloke next to me's got his penis out." And she, the boyfriend says, "Listen, darling, you've seen one, you've seen them all. Just ignore it; and it'll go away." She said, "Get fuck. This one's eating me popcorn." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, I just thought I'd share that. Oh, with I like you. that.
0: Mm. Anyway, the end of it was uh fortunately he was not bitten. In the fight with a deadly reptile, a paramedics called to the scene. Mm. He was suffering from shock, strangely. Oh. Yeah, it was pretty bloody terrifying. I'm oh. not going to lie. Why would Jimmy lie anyway? It can be heard telling the cop in the clip. I've never been so happy to see red and blue lights. So that's happened in Australia. Now, here's a special. What uh, do you This got is here? out of Austria. Okay. Austria? Yeah, the headline. Ugenheim. A man in Vienna has been fined nearly 500 pounds for farting provocatively in front of police officers. Oh. Tommy. Oh, Jesus. That didn't sound too provocative, that one. But Austrian police were forced to defend the penalty after the Österreich newspaper revealed the man had been punished for offending public decency. Uh, Officers argued that the offender was uncooperative and behaving provocatively with officers leading up to the incident. They wrote on Twitter, of course, because that's what you do when you arrest someone, That the man had been sitting on a park bench before getting up, looking at them, and letting go. (laughs) And this is in, you know, apostrophes, a massive intestinal wind. Oh. Apparently, wait for it, don't. This is the bit that gets me. Apparently, with full intent (laughs) to (laughs) harm. Full intent, section one
1: three seven of the crimes, and
0: then man. they finished it with, of course, no one is reported for accidentally letting one go. They added, <laughs> so he really, he really wants. And he's win obviously win. he's he's pulled the cheek back. Yeah. he's at a red hot fucking. Oh, pardon uh, me. Go red hot. It. Go. Yeah. Finally, uh, and this is out of the UK. Man with horse and cart furious after being refused service at KFC <laughs> drive-through. What do you reckon? Tony? the dirty bird! He's trying to get there. Bird. A traveller says he was humiliated after KFC refused to serve him at a drive through while he was riding a horse and cart. Uh, <laughs> it was an interesting part. I'd queued up behind some cars and was about to order a bargain bucket. Tank. A bargain bucket? You know, <laughs> How many pieces in a bargain bucket? I don't know, but I thought those 20-piece buckets were big enough. When be. all of a sudden the manager came out and said, you're not allowed through. I couldn't believe what I was hearing, he said. I'd done nothing wrong. John John, who's the horse, <laughs> <laughs> He <laughs> should have been refused with a name white. Like <laughs> yeah, John John. So J O N J O N was behaving himself. He was quiet as a lamb. He's a very well behaved horse. In the end, wait for it. Mm. And Matt Toll, this is a shout out to you. Matty. In the end, I had to go to McDonald's for a big Mac. <laughs> no one there battered an eye. <laughs> <laughs> didn't. So Maccas likes the horse and cart. Yeah. What do you think, Tom?
1: Mate, I think it's mate, speaking of horses, can I tell you a little story? Please do, mate. Back in the early nineties, um, when I was mine host at the beautiful Horseshoe Bay Hotel. If
0: you become journalist, <laughs> what is this mine host?
1: Oh, just a. I was a publican.
0: That's the it's A chief of I just staff. I want you to be publican, not yeah, mine host. Yeah. So I, um, two. Th-
1: uh, sorry, nineteen ninety two, nineteen ninety three. Broncos, Dragons, back to back, um, back to oh. back grand finals oh. and. We used to, it was a big day. All the Jub boys, or most of them, or Dragon supporters, go to Jub Fisheries down there at Bermagui, And um, I would, uh, big day, we'd have a champagne breakfast for the ladies and didn't really, regardless who was playing, turn one on. When the Dragons were playing, I went mad and went down to the uh, news agency and, and got all the red and white streamers and people say, Well, why don't you put Broncos colours up? I said, Because I don't really like them. But I said, There's a ladder, there's a sticky tape, You can you can go mad. So, um you, more than happy to put whatever you want up, so but I'm only putting red and white stuff up, so Dave Davies, a good mate of mine.
0: Can I just cut for one yeah, second? Go mate. for your go for your life. They've just poured you a magnificent looking schooner of two is new here Look at that. the Imperial Hotel. Someone's they've obviously listened to your uh Last week hosting um hospitality hints. Look at that. Mate that head on it.
1: That's nearly too good to drink. Anyway, I'll have a go at it. <laughs> anyway, so so, uh, Dave Davey said, where's the Broncos? So I said, mate, I'm not putting it up. So, David has gone out got his horse out of the float, out the front of the pub, dressed it up in Broncos colours <laughs> and rode it up the front stairs of the pub and watched the grand final sitting on his horse in the <laughs> public bar of the Birmingham or the Horseshoe Bay Hotel. Who so won, huh? Broncos, give it to us. And now, you know what, they are going so bad because Alfie got up That's and He's so bad. Well, Alfie got up some. Yeah, Broncos. Uh, Dragons can't play. Dragons can't play. Well, mate, the
0: the top. Little Alfie. Yeah. Great well, football. become a water runner. Yeah, so I listen, I do mate, say can that you? our good mate Gordon Tallis. Uh, does rate him. Uh, there are two players he rates as the best he ever played with. One was obviously well, – did, he play, king? King? did oh. he play with the king? Did he play with the king? Or the king was the king. It's always – Well, he rates the, the king, king, obviously, but Alfie's his other one.
1: Mate, um – Talk to me about your nag, or I shouldn't call it the lunatic from uh, f- from Queensland. It got scratched last week. I opened up the the form guide looking for it and then seen it had a pencil line through it.
0: Uh, Dave Murphy, uh, coach, superstar coach up there. Uh, yes.
1: Coach or trainer?
0: You know what I mean. Yep. Trainer, same yep. thing. <laughs> uh, Shin Shinto, the world's largest uh, horse. Oh, As mate. I said, he'd have a the thing came back from a spell tone at 630 kilos i think normal horses run at about 550 yeah this thing That's a big horse. as i've said to you in the past um uh, if and potentially when it fails as a race horse i'm uh, buying Uh, Ug boots For it (laughs) And ugly Ugg boots And I'm going to put the thing On the front of a C-U-B Truck
1: As a draft horse Draft horse It's that
0: that big Mate It's head would be 160 kilos Anyway
1: Didn't it buck the jockey Off into the race Yeah well I went to Tell
0: me uh, about that Beautiful wife Gem has a Shareholding in it Mm -hmm. And uh so, Gordy and I went to see it at Ipswich, which is an interesting track. Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> arrived there, you know, having been to normal race tracks where you have to wear a bag of fruit. Yes. I did ask Gordy what I should be wearing. He said, uh, if you wear any clothes, they'd be lucky. Um, so, we arrived at the track and uh, the members' restrictions or... Dress regulations were somewhat of uh, please wear a shirt um, and so forth. They were recommendations, Tone, more black, than… Black thongs? Uh, well allowed. In fact, if you had something on your feet, you were acceptable. Yep. 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 Anyway, uh, the big dog came out late onto the track. First of all, of course, our jockey was too fat. Uh it couldn't weigh in properly, so uh, he got scratched. <laughs> the jockey got scratched. So then we've got this pimply nose, sort of 12-year-old on the horse… And uh, it's come out and let me tell you, it's it sort of breathing steam out its nose. Mm. And um, anyway, it, the jockey jumped on. And the jockey lasted about three seconds, was (laughs) thrown into the rose bushes. Uh, The horse then went into the rose garden and started kicking... Oh, no! ...roses everywhere. The ground staff would have been horrified because they go to a lot of trouble. Uh, Yes, we did get a disciplinary charge for (laughs) Shin Shinto. But watch him on Wednesday, uh, Race 5 Eagle Farm.
1: Race 5 at the farm this Wednesday. Yes,
0: in fact, uh, GT and I will be there together... Making sure that we can try and hold the thing down, but Tone, one of my favourite jokes all time is about a what is it? Vertically challenged jockey. So he's oh. not your normal size jockey. He's a, he's a real t- tiny little jockey. That's real
1: it? good. Stay Ken she'll yeah. go all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That a was little, right. A,
0: a, a was vertically challenged jockey with a hair lip. Oh yeah, yeah. That's. Can you tell us this, this joke, Tone? Well, I love it.
1: It's more of a story than a joke. But um, let, let's call the jockey, let's call this uh, little jockey with a hair lip, um, Fred. So Fred goes to this, uh, answers a, an ad in the paper, horse for sale. So he goes around to this, the said property, and he says to the bloke, mate, have you got the horse for the nail? And the bloke said, yes, yes, mate, that's me. That's a big chestnut over there. He said, can I go and have a look at it? He said, most certainly. So he happens to the gate and goes through and has a look at the, he said, "Nothing, ninth nice horse. He said, mate, um, can you pick me up? Can you pick me up and um, so I can look in at eyes? I just want to think. He said, what do you want to look at size for? He said, I want to see this horse can can see where it's going. Righto, mate. So he picks his little <laughs> vertically challenged jockey. I've got to be politically correct here. He picks up his vertically challenged jockey. And he says, there you go, mate. That's a, he's got nice eyes, nice eyes. She's beautiful. So he puts him down. She says, what, do you want to buy the horse? He says, mate, can I have a look at its ears? He said, mate, what do you want to look at its ears for? He says, because, oh, shit, hang on. All of a sudden the bait selling horse got a hair lip. He says, because I want to see, I want to be able to know if this thing can hear when I'm talking, giving any instructions, because I'm not very big and it's I've got to make sure the horse isn't on there. He says, right now, mate, so he picks him up. says, there you go, mate. Looks in his ears. He goes, oh, ninth ears, ninth eyes, ninth horse. He said, right now, mate, you want to buy the bludger? He says, can I have a look? And it's nostrils. He said, what do you mean, nostrils? He said, nostrils, I want to see you can smell all right. And, you know, that's okay, clear. So he picks Thrift. him up, looks straight up the nascari patata, and uh, he said, "Ninth nostrils, ninth eyes, ninth horse, ninth ears. He said, right now, mate, you want to buy it? He said, mate, pick me up again. I want to look in its mouth. He said, what do you want to look in its mouth for, mate? He said, well, I want to see it can hold the bit. It's been there, it can, it hasn't got any, doesn't need any networm work. Because it's not a teeth horse. Make sure its it, it, mouth is all right. You know? right so he, he uh, picks him up. He says, mate, there's his teeth. Ninth teeth, Ninth eye, Ninth nostril, Ninth ears, Ninth horse. So he puts him down. He says, right. You want to buy the bludger? He says, mate, one more thing. Can I have a look at the mane? Pick me up. I want to feel the mane. In the panel, I want to be able to hang on to the mane so I don't fall off. I'm only a little fella, so, and he's about 17 hands. She's about 17 hands, so um, I want to be able to hang on to it. <laughs> So he picks this. Good fight back <laughs> there, Tony. This bloke picks this little fella up. He goes, there you go, mate. Have a feel of that. So he grabs onto the mane, get oh ninth mane, ninth ninth mouth, ninth nose, ninth, ninth ears, ninth, ear, ninth, ninth eye, ninth horse, and he says to the bloke, "Can I third twat?" He said, "Right, I've had enough of you, you little prick." So he lifts up the uh, the, the mare's tail and goes Woofka! and jams this little bloke, <laughs> jams this little fella straight up the Yangtze of the of the, the mare. <laughs> <laughs> he pull, he pulls you – the little bloke comes out, shakes his head and says, don't move, I can see it. Gallop. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's an oldie but a good one. Oh, I, I,
0: Tone, that never yeah. makes me stop. Uh, there's also – you have told me a story a while back about um, one of the guys you worked with at the Baradale Hotel, I think it David was. David
1: James, well better known
0: as Dogger. Are we allowed to – Call him. His name. Nice. Yeah, yeah here, mate. He's, we, a, he's one everything. Of the, all right. Have we cleared this with uh, legal and yeah, yeah, or? Yeah. Uh, we don't want to get punched in the head.
1: One of the true characters um, was, uh, was was Dogger. So sort of looks like a
0: bikey. Is that yeah, what you said? Yeah, mate.
1: It's just a big, beautiful soul. Um, so in the Berrydale pub. Um,
0: I don't want to get there, too many stories out here too quickly because I need Jeff for a new. F- that,
1: there's a bar, and then at the end of the bar, there's a little bottle shop. We used to take our accommodation booking. So. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, R- Saturday was quite busy with all the, the boys coming in for a punt. So the phone rings. <laughs> so Dogger goes over and we used to have these check-in sheets. So ring, 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 picks it up. This is how he go, Baraday Island. <laughs> yeah, hang on for a second, mate. So he'd go and get the book and his pen and he'd, he'd get the pencil or whatever it was and tap it on his tongue. And like, right, <laughs> what's your day? Because on our booking sheets it was surname, Christian name. He said, Watch this, quick what's quick your thing. surname, mate? You go, Brown. Right, Brown. Yep. And what's your Christian name? he go, Leroy. <laughs> well, Dogger's grabbed hold of the phone, so hold it, held it about two foot away, and look at it. are you the baddest man in the whole damn town? And the whole bar just lost their – oh, mate, it was very – How was, did Leroy cope with that one? Yeah, mate, he checked in. But he was just one of the great characters, David.
0: But, time wasn't there another bloke at the pub uh, called blogger, oh, who, blogger who loved a punt? Blogger loved a punt. Blogger and Blogger. It yeah, seems mate, insane you know. that there'd be two yeah, blokes like, sort of you know, rhyming.
1: In them country towns is Johno, Robo, Fredo, Dicko. Robbo. Yeah, <laughs> Robbo. So, uh, Blogger. Blogger <laughs> not, loved a punt. Not John or Wadwick. He loved the punt and he was fearless, mate, fearless. So, he's gone to Ramwick one day. And um, I've got a couple of stories about Blogger, but... This particular day, blogger's gone to the, uh, the Ramwick and he's 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 in the horrors. So he's he's down to his last two hundred and a, it's a last race. So he's added on this thing at, with Dominic Byrne or something. It's seven or eight to one and it's got the chocolate. So he's he's up fifteen hundred. Blogger's flying. And like I said, if if, Dogger had, if blogger had blogger um, had if he had ten dollars, he'd give you eight bucks or nine was bucks. Flog, was Flogger, Flogger with him as well. <laughs> Flogger was there. Flogger, I know what Flogger was doing. He wasn't punting, but anyway. Um, So, b- squidding, yeah, blogger, mate. He's got fifteen hundred. He's gone from bones of his bottom down to for, for fifteen hundred, and his red because He's a farmer. His red Joe and and green slip were due for the for the truck. So bloggers thinking to himself, mate, I'm I'm home free. I've got the eight hundred for the red Joe, The green slip is four hundred. I'm still up three hundred. Well, not up, but I'm still in front. I, you know, it could have been a lot worse. So he ends up up the cross, and um. He's visiting a certain clubs and pubs and having a having a great time, and he ends up at the uh, touch of class. The I talk. yeah, the touch of class, the house of ill repute, and no an old bloggers walks in and
0: there's provider,
1: about yes, service provider Anthony, yes, yes, the oldest profession in the world, and um, he walks in and there's about ten good sorts. So he's walking up and down like you know, examining him. You know, like a a headmaster. A,
0: like the Queen looking yes, at the troops.
1: Hands behind the back, like the house detective he was. And he's gone up the one. He's grabbed her. He's gone up another one and grabbed her. And he says, "Red Joe, come with Uncle Blogger." <laughs> So the next week, he said, Mate, can I bite you for 1400 for the red jam? <laughs> but just a true good. character at a country bike and a blogger was one of the one of the good guys, mate. Love it, love yeah. it.
0: Uh, another couple of topics. Uh, well, firstly, nightclubs. Um, yeah. I, I'm going to talk about a nightclub that we used to go to as kids, which uh, will ring bells with a lot of my sort of fraternity. And you wouldn't believe it, but right in the midst of Rose Bay was a nightclub called Reds. And Reds? Yeah, Reds. And we used to go, so as kids, you know, 15, 16-year-olds, we'd go to the, well, I was an oak. In the Double in Double Bay, there's two pubs, the Royal Oak and the Sheaf, the Golden well, the, Grief. The, the oak's the pick. Well, I'm a lover of the oak. Country boys, you know, I was good mates with the Kings boys and the Grammar boys. We all got on really well. So we'd go down there. We'd fall out the windows when the coppers would turn up because, yeah, yeah, of yeah. course, none of us had um, mm-hmm. IDs. And then at the end of the night, we'd collectively meet on New South Head Road and we'd get on the 324 or the 325
1: bus. Mate, you know I'm from Bankstown, I have no idea wh- wh- New South Head Road's
0: the main drag that runs through Double Bay. Okay. Yep, well, simply. We had the, the River Road. It's the spine. Canterbury Road. It's mate. the spine. At the spine. Yeah. And uh, so we'd get on this bus and I always recall one night... Uh, there's about 300 of us on a bus, which probably took 150. <laughs> Rose Bay Police Station is just on the corner there near Cranbrook School. And uh, the Where driver, you attended, is that correct? Uh, the driver – no, no, I went to Sydney Grammar. My oh, friend. Grammar. Sydney Grammar, yeah. Um, and uh, the driver got the shit so badly that he drove the bus into the police car park, <laughs> locked all the doors, <laughs> got off and went into the cop station, oh. of course. We being marginally tactile, we uh, opened the emergency doors and all 300 of us got off and started walking down towards Reds. Reds, as I said, was right in the middle of Rose Bay. Uh, And uh, there was a bloke there called Julian, who was the boss, head honcho. I couldn't tell you his last name, I don't think he ever told us any of his last name. He used to sponsor East Rugby, which annoyed me, of course, being a mighty myrtle green ramic boy. Anyway, Jules would uh, – he was one of the first to give us all bar tabs. So when we were 16, 17 – 16, you got a bar tab.
1: Oh, fuck it, That'll so, do me.
0: Yeah, and, you know, parents used to have to go and fix up kids' $1,000 bar tabs and so forth. But he'd, he'd allow you to go out the back, cook yourself a hamburger when you got there. Really? It was a back bar. You had to have a key ring thing out the back. Um, no. It was fantastic. And
1: no I mean, H&S oh, no, oh, in those days, mate. Or
0: no, 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 because he, he was obviously maintaining his other role, which was uh, pushing out various substances to the eastern suburbs, which oh, the, was uh, fabulous. But Colombian nightclubs, nightclubs, talk to me, Tone. Mate, I, Hill ran, Street.
1: Yeah, Hill Street. Um, the, the, the great, one of the great men, Edmund James O'Grady, um and and, uh, and Hill Street and um I tell you that was I think it was yeah two thousand and two two thousand and three maybe up to two thousand and four and when the radiators played,
0: don't come, worry, it's all right. You
1: come in the next I'll day. I'll be
0: coming and, home to see you tonight. And all the don't worry.
1: We went to sing the other song, and all those little you know those little spotlights you get in your ceiling, those, mate. They'd they they would shake loose and be hanging down, so you'd have to go get a ladder and put them all back in. But what what happened there? And th- th- I think there was a thing called it was people contaminating. You know, you go to a bar and you get jugs of water that you can have a pour yourself. In. Well, there was some contamination going on. All
0: right, doesn't happen here at the Imperial Hotel, no, no. Barrel.
1: No, oh, no, it doesn't. But what was happening is that we had to take all the glass. So all half the customers are on the pingers. Like they are flying. yeah. You know. Zing zing zing, you little beauty, and um, so they, they didn't drink, just pinging off their head. So I had the plumbers sell coming. a lot of Mount Franklin. In that I'm job? just about <laughs> to get to that. So we were one of the first because um, the bo- it was a brand new building. Uh, there was an old Hill Street and it got knocked down. And then anyway. Um, it was rebuilt, and they had them sensor taps, which are quite common in these days, but in those days they were quite rare. So I got the plumber to come in and make the water that warm that you couldn't drink it. It's good for wash your hands, but you couldn't drink it. And I had to take all the, the wa- water jugs off the, uh, off the counter. So we, we went from not many, so we were doing a pallet of Mount Franklin water a week. <laughs> And um and Johnny Peake, the great Johnny Peake, played for Canterbury and South Sydney. He come in with a leaf blower of a morning and just blow all these bottles into a corner. And um yeah, mate. Oh, oh, when I was a young bloke, we used to go to Deepwater Motorboat Club down at Mill Para there. Um, Riesby workers. We go over to Stallions at, at Hurstville. Stallions. Yeah yeah. Big Stevie Bowden, who now lives down here in Barrel. Uh, he had Stallions in Parramatta and Stallions in, and Hurstville. Occasionally so we go to Cogra Golf Club. Hooters? And, um, no, I never went to Hooters. But Cocker Golf, I remember. Then one night, we, it was only one of us had a pair of shoes that would get in, so one of us <laughs> would go in. <laughs> this is a true story. There was Ocker Burlow Kingy, and one Oka, of us would Burlo go Ocker and Kingy, yeah, and, and Brickhead, and um, <laughs> 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 Kenny this Taylor. What are the great footballers? And, and mate, you just throw your shoes out. Somebody else will put them on. Come upstairs. So. Anyway So um, you
0: blacks were all creeping around barefoot Yeah, cre- yeah Creeping yeah, Jesus but, Yeah
1: creeping Jesus But oh, um, nice. Never a, You know I worked at P1 Tavern in Sydney uh, When I was That's seven, when I- you had your white suit on Wasn't yes, it Yes yeah, It looked like a real wally Look like at something
0: off the love boat <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about uh, What's that Kirribilli
1: Hey, did you see uh, – uh, can we have a shout-out to all our friends down in Melbourne? Um, oh, look, going it's, through it's a, shit, isn't it? They're going it's through just a, shit. Our, our heart bleeds for them, and, and they will get through it. They've just got to be diligent and, um, and isolate and do the right thing. And, um, you know, we've got a a, friend, a couple of friends of ours down there, um, Suzanne and Christopher Harding, and they're, they're listeners, and, and Suzanne's been through a hard time this week. One of her friends passed, and she got a lot of enjoyment out of our last podcast. It made her laugh quite a lot. So,
0: well, it was a bit like last week on the mental health, and we're trying to make people yeah, laugh as it relates to what's this stuff.
1: just when you thought
0: Suzanne's yeah. one of the great, uh, yeah. Christopher is a classic too. Um, their their children, uh, Suzanne was telling me this morning on the phone that uh, her children have never. Met a person so old as their father. <laughs> she is amusing, but it's just—it's um, shit, mate. We've it's been just. through it, and it's
1: just—it's just hard to uh, imagine them going through it all again. Um, so you know, exactly. Uh, well, look, Tone, uh, we're, we're uh,
0: going to have to obviously wind it up here at some stage. But I would like just finally to talk about pies. Oh. <laughs> Dog's eyes, obviously I've had one for lunch today It was had one a for breakfast. Get beef in Guinness or something or other, wasn't it? I had one for breakfast This morning?
1: Yep On the way out to Walls Meadow <laughs> To pick up Maxie from um, Hills where did, you, right? where did you purchase this pie from? Chelsea Bakery in Middagong. Mate, they're sensational like they're good, you know. the The high profile one is the beautiful patisserie in Bower, which is called Gumnut.
0: But no, the, I don't get that tone. It's but, a bit like can I can I take you back to beer? You well, know, apricot tasting yeah, shit. Here. Yeah, 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 yeah. For mine, a pie needs to be mystery. Mate, it Needs fair. to be yeah. a pocket of mystery. I do not want to know (laughs) whether – you know, the rat's coffin is a wonderful description (laughs) of a pie. I want – I do not want to see a chunk, a large chunk of beef. Uh, You know, my wife is a wonderful chef, of course. Yes. She likes to make these. And and Johnny and Patty, they, they tell me we go shopping and they go, Dad, can you buy the pie? I go, yeah, of course I'll buy the pie. Um, and I'm a big fan of garlo's Pies. Not, I uh, know uh, uh, we're not doing any advertising. We're Mate, live oh, and free here at the Imperial Hotel. However, a garlo's Pie.
1: Mate, uh, can I tell you? Mystery. Kyle, they sell them over there. And, and as the ad says, light on pastry, big on meat. One and a half minutes in the microwave on high and, and you're good to go.
0: But <laughs> Do you uh, put uh, a uh, thing around it, like a, a <laughs> serviette or something <laughs> like that? No, just into it. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I, I, I it was on at, the dish and I
1: tell you another good pie. I was I was up at uh, on the road for uh, our fabulous finance company, and I was coming back from Ballina down through. You we're driving
0: the mighty, Ovlov, weren't you?
1: the Sherman Tank. So I was coming down through a place called Heatherbrae, and is um, it such a place, or is, is this a, just it's a pie? place called? The place is called Heatherbrae because down near Goulburn there's a Heatherbrae's Pies, and I thought, oh, that must be the family name. But guess what? It's a town called Heatherbrae, and it's called Heatherbrae's pie. So. I'd been sort of driving Was through. Was the pie shop there? Oh, mate, can I tell you, they were sensational. So I'd been driving for a while and I'm sick, you're sick of eating Maccas and this toasted sandwich, so I thought I'll try one of these bludgers. So the, the place is full of uh, bike riders and, you know, out there doing their best and so I've gone in and I thought I'll just have one of these pies. I got out, sat down, flavoured milk, murdered the pie. Just going to go another one of those <laughs> flavored
0: milk. Didn't that fill you up? No, no, no. Just no. A,
1: just a small one. Just a little three hundred. One of those little
0: ones? Yeah, just
1: a little one. Just we to wash can it. put the straw through the side. Yeah, just to I wash it down. Those. And then I've gone back in. I've got. Oh, I wouldn't mind another one of those. <laughs> so I've come out. I've murdered that. <laughs> and this elderly couple, beautiful old couple. You know me. I like to talk to everybody, and I'm just talking to them. no Nomad. So I'm from Barrow, and we have got a Heather Braze at Goulburn I didn't realize it was a town, and this that and the other. Well, gone and got another one. <laughs> so, so the lovely lady, God bless she said, you like a pie, don't you, young man? <laughs> I said, oh, I love a pie. A, and, he, and the old mate looks at me and the, her husband and, and said, mate, they're good pies. So, but I think my record oh.
0: –
1: well, actually, when I was
0: uh, – Remind me of the game, time. You I think uh, you told me this morning well, that you were m- watching well, the world's greatest game, weren't you?
1: When I, when I moved back to Sydney um, – uh, my sons, Sam and Tom, beautiful Sam and beautiful Tom, I took them out to the Sydney football stadium where uh, Angie's uh, parents are members. So uh, you could you just sit there and, and they said, Dad, the Dragons aren't playing. I said, mate, um, the Brewsters are playing Manly or whoever it was. And I said, yeah, I just want you to watch Brad Fittler play football before he retires because he's probably one of the best I've ever seen. You know, Genius. Fabulous football. And um, so apparently unbeknownst to me, because Angie's a Bronte girl, the rules are... The blokes don't move when they're at the football. I need to go to the toilet, so it was beers and pies. So I had seven pies for, at halftime.
0: At halftime,
1: yeah. So they were like the big, they're like <laughs> a what do
0: you do at full time?
1: So they're like a villies pie. So um, they would come in a little piece You say
0: they're a bit smaller, are they? They're a
1: little bit smaller. I mean, I couldn't. <laughs> n- mean the one to seven. Do, I'm a million to one to do seven these days, but mate, um, I they're you just still a, give it and, the, and and the temperature was perfect, and they were just.
0: Oh, so man. you weren't burning your tongue. Even
1: back in the eighties when I was learning the hotel trade at Cogra, my standard order at Pies Plus in Railway Parade was four steak and mushroom pies for morning tea.
0: For morning tea? Yep. Four steak and mushroom pies. I just you are and good. You know,
1: my father, he loves he loved the pie guy. Even up to when he died, he just loved a pie. So um
0: Tone, you never stop astounding me. Well, it's been another Classic conversation. I think uh, for those of you out there who listen to podcast number one, the music to that, uh, so Tommy and I, the super, super boy over the back here, uh, we, we had to find some music that we didn't have to pay for. Uh, and we found uh, a fellow by the name of Tone. Wait for it. Yeah. Who, who is this man? Coma. Svensson.
1: Coma? Is it
0: Svensson? Svensson. Sh- I think he's, he may well, Sweden is having a, <laughs> Not <coma>. a serious <laughs> issue with the virus. So, what coma coma, well, the coma may be in a coma. <laughs>
1: Imagine if it was Svensson.
0: Coma Svensson. North Horf. <laughs> uh, and uh, so, <laughs> anyway, uh, we're going to have a competition shortly about pick the album. Which of Coma Svensson's albums is the lead in and lead out music uh for whichever week you know what there's a lot of love out there at the moment and we just need to keep that going and of course we are coming to you and we're finalizing ourselves and we will be partaking in a few beverages around the bar oh, yes. here at the imperial <laughs> yep. hotel yep. um as i said trent has wonderfully provided us with this nice quiet room uh, in fact, the bride over the back there saying, can we keep the room for the rest of the night? Uh, it used to
1: be the gaming room.
0: Yeah, I remember that. When the, bo- the
1: drive through bottle shop, now they put the pizza and everything out the back. Mm. It's just a private room. So if you need a private room...
0: Come down the uh, Imperial, talk to them about whether you like pizza, whether you like uh, a, a great Joe Blake. Ethan, uh, yeah, who runs he food goes, here, he is sensational. And a good Blake with it too, mate. No, mate, he's, he's, a chefs, he's a turd. He's uh, a turd. Chefs, have try- they try it. <laughs> he's a ripper. But, um, um, he,
1: he's just a real good bloke. Yeah, exactly. Can all right.
0: Too. Wonderful. Anthony, take care. Until next week.
1: What's on for tomorrow, mate?
0: Uh, tomorrow, not a hell of a lot, I don't think. I'm cutting a couple chooks of chooks were good.
1: Mate, you know, when when Morris done his groin um, uh, in the warm-up, I thought, you know, without all the other cattle you've lost, I thought, mate, well, they still pull the cowboy's pants down. You know, dragons… Love more, it when
0: I pull Andy's pants down up there in Townsville.
1: Dragons will beat the… Um, who Sunday. are you
0: playing? <laughs> okay, everybody, get on there. Tiny has talk. Over it out. Thanks very much, to Bye.